You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio, webcast number 539 for Monday, February 9th, 2015. Tonight brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringBadges.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style, it's OutMotoring.com. Let's get started. Yep. Hey everybody, it's Stevie in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the World Famous White Roof Radio. Talking about Mini Coopers on a Monday night like we like to do. Joining us this evening, as always, my good friend Todd Pearson from Kansas. Todd, good evening, sir. I am here. MotoringBadges.com. Also joining us, uh, head mechanic, the good reverend, Mr. Chad Miller from Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com. Chad? Thank you for everyone joining the show tonight. Oh, look at that. That's really nice. And uh, Alex is back from California. Alex, say hello. Hello. It's good to be back. Yeah, back in the cold and the snow. <laughs> yeah, back in the snow, like 20,000 20, inches of snow. Yes. Well, and aren't you guys getting – don't you guys have predicted like riots and stuff too coming up, Alex? Very soon because people because they can't get the snow off of the sidewalks and now people are complaining. It's a real thing. It's a thing now. People are complaining of the snow on the sidewalk. Well, it's because you, uh, you can't have the Super Bowl parade. I should probably not say on the air that I do not care for the Super Bowl because people are going to get angry at me. But that's, that's a, we don't a have a lot of sports fans that listen to the show. It's okay. over anyways, so yeah, yeah. I, I watched most of the game. I watched the last five minutes. I watched the first the first half. I watched I watched the halftime show. Best halftime show in Super Bowl in a very long time. I am a football <laughs> fan. I I uh, enjoyed the Super Bowl this year. I didn't really root for either team, but I enjoyed the game. It was a good game. Yeah, I yeah, didn't want either team to win, but I wanted Seattle to lose less. <laughs> if that makes sense <clears throat> just glad it was a good and game I was watching it with a bunch of Seattle fans and they were freaking out and I wasn't actually around those people for the last five minutes of the game but I would imagine all of their good. heads just exploded yeah yep because I, I watched the last five minutes and I was and I'm not a football guy I'm just going holy crap yep. someone's getting fired <laughs> you know in in everybody's defense I can I can honestly say that if the Lions <laughs> ever made it to the football uh <laughs> game that uh, is the Super Bowl. Uh yeah, I'd I'd root for him. But uh we know that will never happen. So, <laughs> so, uh, so I, I'm sure if you are in a city, City X and your team Y makes it and you know you're you're gonna root for your team. I mean if you're from Seattle or you have a connection to Seattle somehow that, then yeah you're gonna go crazy that is true. because that, it's a bar night and it's gonna be Awesome. That is absolutely true. I can I can speak from uh, uh, from experience. That last year, I'm not a big baseball fan, but mm-hmm. my Kansas City Royals were in the World Series, and right. they had an incredible run through the playoffs and into the World really Series, good. and it was entertaining. That's all I have to say. Is it wasn't as boring as I can imagine baseball probably is during the normal part of the year. It was uh, so. I agree with you, Chad. I think if even if you're a mild sports fan, when your city's in it, it gets you know it gets exciting. It's it's electric. Yep. Mm-hmm. So exactly, but we're not here recapping. Congratulations, to whoever won. Congratulations <laughs> to the winner of the sports ball game. Because I think it was yay, on Patriots. Oh, yay, yay team for winning the points and doing the thing. Okay, I'm Hooray. here. With, I'm here with all the non-sports nerds. Yeah. yeah, I'll represent the sports nerds. So there you go. If, you could be, you could be the proper man. You could be the proper man that we just can't. That we just can't be taught. Okay. Because I do watch. I I do watch sports. Uh, quite a lot football and college basketball are my team anyway we're not here talking about super bowl stuff for you on monday night no sir no ma'am no way we are here talking about motoring file news and we are here talking about ask chad questions and we're here talking about alex's trip to disneyland and universal studios and i think he watched conan <laughs> I, I don't know I, i'm trying to make sense of the rundown here it doesn't make any sense but well, not really but we're going to talk about news from motoringfile.com we are we also going to do so like i said we've got an ask chad question or two we're going to try to knock out um all that here in just a moment before we do, let's remind you guys about a couple things. First of all, let's remind you about our friends over at OutMotoring, OutMotoring.com, the Mini Cooper Parts Superstore. Anything that you need for your Mini is available at OutMotoring.com. I don't care what Mini you have. You could have a, a, an R50 from 2002. You can have an F56. There is cool stuff for you at OutMotoring.com. Not only is there cool stuff for your Mini, there's cool stuff for your garage in the shape of tools and car care products to make your car shiny and really deliciously awesome looking. There are uh, stuff for your person. You can get hats, shirts, shoes, uh, bags, um, luggage, watches, all of that really cool Mini lifestyle stuff that you guys like. 
all available over there at outmotoring.com. Go over there, make sure that you scroll down to the bottom of the page. And when you do, you're going to see a spot to enter your email address. If you enter your email address in there, you'll start getting the Outmotoring newsletter. And with the newsletter, you will get your own 5% off discount code. How awesome is that? You can, that way you can, anytime you order stuff for the entire month, you can save 5% on your order. Just, and it just costs your email address. They don't spam you or anything. They send you like an email a month. Super duper simple. Go get that taken care of. Then go buy some things. When you do check out, there's a little notes field there. Make sure you say thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate it. So do they. It's our friends over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and Flat out suspension coilover kit C57. Uh, that's on motoring.com. Or the JCW door cells. Oh, yes. Those or are... the uh, door grab bar covers Gen 2 Union Jack, <laughs> which I have on my car, but they're the Blackjack. And they're okay. Yeah. How about some of that news music, sir? Oh, there it is. Beautiful news music. Beautiful news music. Yes. Why the giggle? I'm, I'm giggling because I'm, uh, the, the first thing on the rundown is, why is this news, question mark? <laughs> I love it. Alex, Alex love... wants to know who in the right mind would not choose sports suspension on the F-56. He thinks that's just ridiculous. Right, Alex? I think it's ridiculous for a couple of reasons, uh, especially with the new F-56. Because if you get the um, automatic damper control, uh, mm-hmm. the sport mode is going to be less stiff than the uh, regular sport suspension. Mm-hmm. And then people could argue the fact that, well, but sometimes, you know, I don't want to be driving like, uh, you know, very, uh, like, you know, harshly with a sport suspension, uh, you know, that, that by default. And my response is to, to those people, the F56 is really really comfortable so even though you have sports suspension i you know my bet is that you would still be feel pretty comfortable in the car but that's my that's my takeaway so with all that automatic damper control is expensive it's not as cool as uh, it's not as good as you know the sports suspension when you're doing it on sports mode and i think it's overkill so okay, okay. so basically okay. the of the available options sports suspension is the way to go if you have a choice yes yeah. you know and i've got that r56 and it doesn't have sports suspension and it makes me sad. Yeah, it's, it makes you sad to see. It, it makes me sad that my car has so much oversteer and so much lift off. All I have to do is think about lift off oversteer and my car spinning down the road. But it's comfortable. It's, it cruises like but a boat. It's comfortable. It's like driving around in Cadillac. Yeah. Yep. How much is that automatic damper control? One million dollars. <laughs> That's no. so I'm, I think it's only five hundred. I think it's only a five hundred dollar upgrade. Right. Okay, it's not like Bluetooth audio at two thousand bucks. So <laughs> no, 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 it's not that expensive. But yeah, I would agree with you, and I think Chad would probably agree with me here. And, and DB also is if you think your car is a little too harsh of a ride, uh, change your tires. Oh yes. yeah, get, yes. Especially if you're still running run yep. flats, and don't get us started on tires because that'll be that's a whole nother show. Well, but I'm just saying, if somebody thinks that the sport suspension is going to be too taxing on them, I think a combination of sport suspension and the right tires is yep. the perfect uh, happy medium to make you and sports, your sport suspension and a good um, would make your significant other happy. The one who happens to like like doing crossword puzzles or knit or whatever they like to do while you're driving and wants a smooth ride. If I had a dollar that, for every not time, not that... from experience or anything, Todd. No, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> nope. So, can you okay. actually put a, a regular spare tire uh, in a car, like a full spare tire in the car? Uh, sure. Cooper has a spare. Yeah, the Cooper. All the Coopers have a spare. So Cooper has a full size spare. Not, not, not the Cooper S. No, Cooper S doesn't come with a spare. You get run flat tires instead. Come on, Alex. But, but no, no, no. But I mean, is that if you get regular tires, like, do you, is there a space like to put a full blown tire in there? Yeah, I mean, like there is space. You lose back. other space, but you could put a full spare in there, no problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. It would basically take all of your uh, boot space. <laughs> if, you have the, okay. if the seats are up, you pretty much would not be able to put anything else in the car. You right. have to take the flap. Yeah, you'd have to take the door flap off, you know, that little uh, 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 flappy cover in the back. What is? I don't know what the proper word for that is. Okay. The flappy <laughs> cover in the back. That's what the word is. Yeah, the, the boot it's lid. It's a privacy tray. There you go. The privacy there you tray. Go. Flappy cover in the back. Let's move along, shall we? Yeah. The uh, F-56, only 14 months old, winning all the awards, all the things. Everybody loves the F-56, and it's getting lots of awards and lots of uh, very nice words said about it. European awards. Um, European awards. The Europeans don't even count. They make the car 
ugly <laughs> so you can hit people. Uh, it's funny that noticing all of the cars in that trend, I've really noticed it on Mazdas lately driving around. The uh, big nose? Yeah, especially the SUVs, the, the little mini yeah. crossovers that Mazda have. They yeah. are it's, – it's uglier than, than the, the front of the new mini. <laughs> and that's right. – yeah. Right. Uh, and this one made the – uh, this one, it's just silly. We're going to drop right here in the middle of news. This one made the rounds that are across the internet this week or last week. Uh, yeah, last week. Uh, and that was those, uh, those, uh, well, we'll call them rednecks. Well, because they are that, from. They were carrying a deer around in the back of a Cooper. <laughs> they are Floridians. And I just want to say, every time there's like. That, a, how is that illegal? Now, every time there's a bizarre news story it's... about anything, it happens in Florida. Can I just say that? <laughs> what the All heck right, is yeah, wrong yeah. with you people from Florida? There are, there are two reasons that, that it was legal. Illegal. One, he was firing a gun inside city limits and too close to houses. Oh, two, was, he was also hunting the deer out of season. It was not deer season. Oh, it's not deer season. <laughs> I guess. Is there a deer season but, in, you know, in I have Florida? To give props. He's driving. He's, he's rocking the R50 with sport package, and I think it's got HK. But I can't. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. If I was the cop, I would have totally let him go because it was four men and, and what, four or six deer or something like they that? They said four. It said the news story. I don't believe this because the pictures only showed one dead deer carcass. They said yeah. it was four grown men in a Mini Cooper and four dead deer. No I way. I do not believe that. I no saw way. Not unless the deers were blended up into a smooth puree. I saw Tommy Boy. I saw him driving that car <laughs> right. with the quote-unquote dead deer. That would have been the only thing that made this story even better is if they thought they'd killed the deer, stuffed it in the back of the Mini, and it pulled a complete Tommy boy and woke up and just ripped the crap out of the car. <laughs> uh, right? So according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, it's still <laughs> hunting season uh, for deers in Florida. Oh, it until... is. But... But they probably needed February twenty second. They probably needed a permit, so they, and yeah. and they can't kill them within city limits. They have to be, you know, like out in the woods or something like that. Yes, yeah, zones and stuff. Okay, yeah. Okay. Funny. So anyway, yeah, yeah still. So Come anyway, on. That Florida, was, uh, was little, WTF. That was fun this week. Yeah, yeah. Besides that, well, you know, what else was all over my internet. Just to kind of break from news for just a quick sec, is uh, the new Focus RS. Yes. Everybody's got like a huge, excited little uh, Woody going on for that car. They they really do. It's like all over the internet. I haven't even read about it, but everybody's like going goo goo gaga for the Ford Focus RS. Well, Whatever. because then they show there's like video, car, I guess. video of uh, of um, what's his face whipping it around the the plant at a Ford factory. Uh, yeah. that would be Ken Block. Yeah, Ken Block. Just excuse me while I whip this out. Flogging the thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, all the fanboys are like, oh, yeah. And everybody thinks they're going to get one and be able to drive like Ken Block, and nobody's going to. That's the thing. No, that's <laughs> going to be the part. Of, I can't wait to start seeing the videos of the Ford Focus RS wrapped around trees. You're going to be that douchebag at Cars and Coffee in his new M4, but you're going to be in the new Ford Focus ST, and you're going to be jumping, you know, like curbs. Right. And doing, like, Dukes of or Hazard. Cars music. and Coffee canceled because you're just ripping around with big, smoky front-wheel drive burnout. Because you're going to driving to like the front of the coffee shop yep yep so anyway, i'm sorry on, but moving on this yeah. this bill should be executed i think <laughs> <laughs> moving on more from the files of f56 things that really just shouldn't have gone wrong but not really f56 this is actually a bmw thing in general which is a big security flaw uh in mini connected and also in the bmw system uh, which leaves minis open to hacking yeah, which is uh, you really get and, down and actually to it. BMW pushed an update out to all these cars, didn't they? Yeah, and then here's the they did. It was an automatic. They built this into the feature that they'll be able to uh, automatically push this software download. And so they basically waited to break the story until they'd already pushed it out to all the cars, so right. it wouldn't be a big deal, right? Right. Which just seems kind of kind of uh, uh, end around if you. Yeah, Apple did it too with that security update that they pushed down to all the Apple users. Yeah, yeah, they really did. Like the first time they did that, and right. the hack would make it available. It wouldn't let you steal the car, but you would be able to lock and unlock the car. Um, so, so what was the what was the issue? Is is that you could use a device to capture the signal of the they weren't using the, the the issue was is they weren't using a secure connection. Mm. <laughs> that was it. Okay. They just needed to put the S on the end of the HTTP. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. you network people out there have a good laugh over this. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. here's the thing: why it wasn't a big deal because it only affected people with Mini Connected. 
And right. I'm like, seriously, Nobody o- has it. other than yeah. me and a couple yeah. of press cars out there, who has yeah. it? <laughs> I think the take rate's really low on Mini Connected. You're right. It really so, is. Yeah, it really if is. you have Mini Connected, your car's safe already, so don't worry about it. Yeah, and there's no way to really tell whether the update was pushed. Um, that was a question that a lot of people were asking. They're like, ah, it's so hard to dig into it and find out what the you know version of it is. But uh, they're pretty sure if you've driven anywhere near you know coverage, cell phone coverage or whatever. Which then begs the question: You know what they did? They build these cars. How did how did the update come down? Well, they build these cars to where they can talk to your dealer without you. Right. Like, okay. To like call ahead and go, hey, here they're sending information ahead that is like your car is going to need brakes, and uh, right, right, right. you could it'll tell it'll alert your dealer to that. So basically, that's kind of a feature, if you will. And so this connectivity is what they use to push that down. And uh, so because I because I was scratching my head thinking the same thing. It's like how do they do that without a cell phone connection? Like, do they use your cell phone to connect it, and are you using your data? And it's it like, might just have something in there that. Like sort of like what they've got on the Kindle, you know, the Kindle yes. has, has yeah. like the Wi-Fi and or the free cellular Wi-Fi, so you can download books when you're not on Wi-Fi. Uh-huh. You know, the little Sprint connection. Yep. Maybe it's something like that. I think it's got to have something like that in it's there. It's got to have something like that, right? We so, need so something. What Gib was saying uh, on Motoring Files that uh, the sim, I mean, those cars, those new cars, seem to have like cellular connectivity. But when you will look through the list of options or uh, or uh, specs of the car, like you won't actually see it. So it's right. like there, but you don't even know it. So right, right, like like OnStar type thing, but more. Yes, yeah. yes, very much yes. like that. Like the car's got a built-in cell phone, basically. Right. Yeah, like OnStar, but it's hidden and it's it's like it's in there. Mm-hmm. Not surprising. Moving on, shall we? That would be fantastic. Uh, we are starting to see spy shots of the F fifty four Clubman with uh, less swirly graphics. And everyone here on the show is most excited. Yes. About the front bumper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's way less obtrusive. Well, it's it doesn't have that ridiculous extra plastic yeah. around the brake ducts yeah. that the Cooper well, S has that none of us are a fan of. The, the more I see this car, I mean, I'm really I'm kind of excited for this car in general. I like the size. I like the shape. No, you're not going to like the size in person, DB, because you think it's going to be huge. You think your car is big. This is I know I know this is going to be massive, but it's going to be like a proper wagon, though, Didn't which will say, be nice. Isn't this going to be bigger? Than the Countryman, longer. That's what it's supposed to be. Uh, longer than the Countryman, right? I think it's the same size. Is it okay? Yeah, okay. next I think it's supposed to be the same size. Uh, like they're both using like the same uh, extended UKL uh, platform uh, okay. that's found okay. on the two series and the uh, two series Active Tourer and the future the next X one. Okay. So yes, it's going to be a bit a bit uh, bigger than the F fifty six and F fifty five. So yeah, a little bit. I'm little... still excited for this car though. I think it's a good-looking car. I think it's going to be the best utility. And <clears throat> what we're, the other thing I think we're excited to know that somebody broke, Automobile News or something like that, is, is pushing the information that the all-wheel drive version of this, yes, you heard it here like a year and a half ago. Right. We talked about the, the new Clubman was going to go all-wheel drive. Um, mm-hmm. That will launch about a year after the launch of the, the F54 when it comes out. So Clubman's going to come out first in two-wheel drive form. And then, you know, within a year, they're going to have an all-wheel drive version of it, too. And I say most likely a diesel version. Nope. So I saw the engine um, taken apart on an F56. And uh, I I don't know the the technical aspects of it, but the tech was showing me. He's like, here, come here, look at this. This is where they put the diesel, you know, they use the same block for this engine. Yeah. And this is where... Uh, the diesel part goes, and there's like a big metal hunk in there now, just taking up the space. Well, yeah, I mean, because they make every every mini is built to do all the things and have all the yeah. options and do everything, yeah. and then they just go, well, this one's going to be petrol powered, so we just need these parts, yep. and this one's going to be right hand drive instead of left hand drive, and this one's getting mini connected, and this one's getting rear fog. But and that's nothing they new. They've made the cars to have yeah. all that stuff. It's just whether or not they actually plug it in or not. And I still don't think we're going to get a diesel in the United States ever. Well, Alex, right. what do you what do you say to that? <laughs> I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna should I say it for the the end or should I say? It I think now? you say it now because it it segues into insider right. information. <laughs> sure. So uh, you know when I was down in Los Angeles, I had a chance to visit a couple of mini dealers. I'm not gonna name anyone because I don't want anyone to get into trouble. Oh. But um, 
basically, uh, you know, Vinny, the product, uh, used to be product manager, and he's, uh, I think he's in charge of the, uh, the, the West Coast yeah, yep. sales and stuff. And so the, he's confirmed that the diesel is coming. This is to dealers. He has confirmed it to dealers. This is nope. like a thing. This is nope. unofficial, like internal, but <laughs> TV nope. still won't believe it. No, nope. But it's still coming. No, nope. because Vinny himself has told me, said, DB, uh, we're bringing the diesel to the United States. Chris P has told me himself, personally, DB, we're bringing the diesel to the United States. Have I seen a diesel? <laughs> <laughs> Have I seen a press release saying that they're bringing the diesel to the wait, United States? Wait, 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 no. wait, wait. They say we're nope. bringing it. They didn't say when. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, I, I, heck, I'll say. You might be retired by the time the it gets here. to the United States. Nope. <laughs> they're not doing it. They're not going to do it. Uh, DB's right. going to be retired living in Florida by the time that happens. By the, th <laughs> by the time they bring the diesel to the United States, we'll be on all electric cars. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, that's fine. Um, that's... Mini USA sales up 27%. Yeah, but that uh, it was funny. Our man with the numbers, our yeah. uh, our mathematician, Mr. Uh, Mr. Business degree in two languages, um <laughs> Alex was the first to note that, yeah, they're up from a year ago, but a year ago they were pretty bad. Right. Yeah, it was actually the one of the worst years uh, since 2010. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, it came so back saying from... saying the sales oh. were up 27% to last year is really not... It's not that exciting. No, it's it. it's not an achievement. And I think they actually could have... So they're they not so bad. I mean, because the number is very close to uh, one of the best January ever, which was uh, January 2013. Uh, I think if the sticker thing was not an issue, I don't mean an issue. I think they would have probably matched those numbers. Mm -hmm. But overall, it's it's still a good sign. I think it's still a good sign that uh, it, you know 2015 is going to be a really strong year. It's really too early to tell, obviously, at this point. But again, like we we're never in a situation where there is no issue to you know to basically uh, not Slow justify. Yes, not yeah. I mean to. To, to basically have a regular month, if you will, <laughs> right? A regular month of sales with no issues whatsoever. Uh, but I, despite that, the number is really close. It is really close to one of their best January ever. And then there is a climate coming out really soon. There is a convertible coming out really, uh, you know, probably by the end of the year. So by the end of this year, you will almost like have 70% you know, of the um, of the lineup completely renewed. And um, and I think it's going to be really helpful for for dealers uh, uh, across the U.S. Mm. Here's hoping, you know, with, with basically this is the year of we're going to have new JCW, we're going to have a new Clubman, and I think towards the end of the year they're going to announce a new Countryman. No, that's not going to happen until another, until like 2017, I believe. Right. Yeah. But, um, and convertible. So look at all, it's going to be an exciting year for new products for many, so. Right. Anyway, right. and that should do nothing but help sales because it just yeah. diversifies to the point where there's something for everyone. Oh, yeah. And again, on on on, the, on sales, like one of the things that uh, our dealer friends uh, told me uh, during my trip is that, sure, like you know, those all those issues were you know really difficult to deal, uh, not difficult to deal with, like annoying, but not to the point where uh, you know dealer will really like disappointed by 2014. It was not as good as it could have been. But I think the, the the end of the the end of the year was a really huge boost uh, across you know across the states, and so uh, you know it was it wasn't the best year, but it wasn't as bad as maybe the press was reporting it was. Uh, that's how d dealers felt it. Now I don't know to what extent this is applicable to all the dealers in the U.S., but that's how it was felt in California at least. Mm -hmm. Got it. And then finally, um, uh, there's a, an article that kind of explains. Active sound, but I've read the article twice and it makes no sense to me. <laughs> I uh, I like the article and I've often said, you know, what and this is something that the article really didn't go into. And as those of us here on the show love driving manual transmission cars, um, if you really think about it, since you've learned to drive, whether that's on a motorcycle, a car, whatever, that was a manual transmission and you had a clutch. You drive so much by the sound of the engine, and you right. know when to shift, and that every car is different. Every car shifts at a different number of RPMs, but you can tell when the engine's revving up, right? Am I right? Yeah, you're right. So, so mm -hmm. and as cars get quieter um, and become more insulated to that sound, you don't hear it. So this is almost a necessity. It's not like they're trying to make it cool. 
which that's you know an added byproduct if you ask me. But I think especially for manual transmission cars, this is an important thing to have in the car because I want to hear that engine sound. Because uh, seriously, there have been times when if I've got the radio up too loud, I don't realize I'm in third gear. The car's driving mm-hmm. fine. It's not, not redlining, but I'm doing you know 65 miles an hour in third gear, which you can comfortably do in just about any Mini. You really can. You can drive 65 miles an hour in third gear and not be taxing the engine too much. Now, Not too much, yeah. Should you be doing that? And especially the new F56 Cooper. Dude, you can drive 70 miles an hour in third gear and not even hardly know it. Yeah, I've exactly. d- I've done it many times, and I look down, and here's the new crutch that I love about the F56 is in your display, it tells you what gear you're in, like oh that's cool. You can look mm-hmm. down, and it says you're in thir- in manual. It'll say what number of gear uh, you were in, and I'm the kind of person that reaches over and nudges it, and I can just feel with you know the outside of my hand what gear I'm in by where it is. You just get used to that in a car. It's like, am I, am I in sixth? You reach over, nope, there you got a shift. So now you don't need to do that anymore. That's a, a feature that F56, if you haven't driven one, the number of gear you're in in the manual transmission comes up right in front of you in the tech. Oh, very cool. Cool. So, but anyway, uh, as far as the active sound goes, I, that, that was an aspect of it that wasn't really covered mm-hmm. in that article, but it basically was like, this is kind of a necessary thing, you know. This is what people mm-hmm. uh, people want it, so stop complaining. Yeah, I, I remember I spent some time in the, the the Scion the FRS. Yeah, and they don't do active sound in the FRS. Well, the car's they made of tin just foil. point the intake into like they have like a tube yeah. in the engine bay that sucks the sound into the engine into the passenger compartment, so you can actually hear it. Well, uh, this article talked about that, how engineering, you know, basically this is saving money so that car companies don't have to engineer that, what you just said, DB. So so car companies don't have to figure out a way to pipe that engine sound into the car. They can do it, quote unquote, artificially, which is not so much artificially. It's actually what your engine sounds like. It's indistinguishable. Um, And it, it, the places in the car where it doesn't resonate, Mm -hmm. it amplifies that. So, like, mm-hmm. where the sound goes dead, it takes that and it makes it a smoother curve so that it sounds normal. And you can and get that, you know, you, you realize, oh, there's my car's running fine. It sounds, the engine goes smooth up and they want you to be able to hear that. So, it it's so complicated, but people just need to stop. Compl- the, the gist of it is people just need to shut up and stop complaining about it. <laughs> right. Shut up and stop complaining about you it. You don't really notice it. Come on. You really don't. You're None right. of us noticed it, did we? Driving across country? Nope. No, I didn't even realize it. Like, I didn't I, even realize it. Totally, yeah. In fact, I don't so think it's. Nice. A, I don't think it's enough in the Cooper. I think it's way too quiet. I want to hear. The Cooper is quiet. The Cooper needs a little bit more noise. I want to hear it even more. My car needs more noise too. We're going to talk about that a little bit too. But before we do, now that we're done with news, are we done with news? I think uh, we are. I believe. I believe so. Um, let's move on. Before we do, let's uh, remind you guys about one of our other fine sponsors here underneath the white roof, uh, our friends over at Craven Speed, cravenspeed.com. That's where you can get the really cool things like the Koala intake manifold spacer, which I'm kind of excited about that piece myself. Uh, the F56 intake, if you're rocking the F56, looks like a, that looks amazing, and I want that in my F56 when I get one. Uh, the platypus mount, the flex pod, the N-gauge system. If you've got an R53 and you want to put a pulley on it, you're going to get it from Craven. All the cool stuff, all custom made out of like unobtainium. It's awesome. And you can get all that Craven Speed. CravenSpeed.com. You can also get that finer uh, mini enthusiast shops like Detroit Tune. DetroitTune.com uh, carries m- most of the Craven Speed parts as well. So you can have them uh, purchase them there and have them installed all at once. Super nice. Mm-hmm. Over at Craven Speed. CravenSpeed.com. I want you guys to click over there. You can sign up for the email newsletter. So when new stuff shows up on the site, you get notified right away. Super awesome. If you go ahead and place an order, there's a note field there. Leave a note that says, hey, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio when you're buying your stubby antenna or your uh, oil dipstick for your R56 so you can actually have one that you can read. Um, let them know that you are think it's cool that they support White Roof Radio because we like that and so do they. That, of course, is our friends over at CravenSpeed, CravenSpeed.com, home of the platypus mount for your license plate thing. <laughs> and the squeezy. And the squeezy. That, that was just kind of awkward. And the squeezy. Thing. Yeah. Anyway, so Alex was in California. As he already yeah, it was fun. So yeah. what happened in California? So you were so, uh, 
Went to all the Mini Cooper dealers. There's like 12. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Went to all of them. Did you get a t-shirt? Did you get a hat? Did all you of them. I didn't get anything. I didn't get everything. I'm so, <laughs> so, so sad. Like okay. all the dedication, visiting all those dealers, and I, I didn't get anything. Nothing. No, Not I think... Ball of water? Not even. <laughs> okay. But uh, the one, the one, one last takeaway, I think it's, uh, you know, one, one thing I was really interested about is like how people see the the F55, mm. and there's actually quite a lot of them uh, switching from uh, Volkswagen to uh, to Mini because of uh, the extra space. So that's a really interesting right. thing because there's still a big price differences between those two brands, but still yeah. people, you know, are really. I think you know some people have been contemplating the brand for a long time, and uh, so you're saying oh, instead oh, of a GTI, people are buying the the five door Mini. Uh, instead of the Jetta or some of those, you know, or the you know the the Golf uh, with the four it, door, the golf, um, yeah. I think those people probably have been contemplating like the brand for a long time, but always thought that it was too small, and now they have like extra space, and it just makes sense for them to uh, to get in those two. And also, what some dealer says that I mean, one one dealer in particular said that you know, <laughs> also again dealers treat, treat people like you know crap so <laughs> it's it makes things you know all the way all the all the more easier for uh for mini dealers to actually sell cars to these people yeah because it's it's much nicer environment than it is walking into a vw dealer mm-hmm. yep yeah that's not it's very a party cool. so alex you uh while you're in california you notice that there's still a lot of r50 and r53s on the road yeah, I mean it's uh, it's pretty amazing that uh, uh, that I was you know pre-show sure we we're talking with Chad and and and, and uh, Todd about you know where you should uh, <clears throat> where you should put your car in the winter and how to protect it and all that stuff and I was like it's insane the amount of still you know first-gen minis that there are on the road that are really really look nice in California and I'm sure GB you've seen plenty of those. Uh, oh yeah. When you- there. I've got and friends in California that still have like R53s with less than 50,000 miles. Well, DB had one. Dude, your car lasted so long because it was most oh, yeah, of its life car. lived in in California. Yeah, yeah. So, when, I mean, when you live on the West Coast, you don't have to worry about salt or snow or... Hell, you don't even have to Facebook. worry about rain most of the time. You get so little rain in comparison yeah. to the rest of the country. Yeah, exactly. So, like, the weird rush issues that were affect, that affected the R50s uh, early on that didn't never affect the cars in California because California just doesn't get that much rain. And we were talking about that, that you have less sunroof issues. Like, before the show, Chad and I were chatting about... Oh, yeah. The sunroof tube comes loose and floods cars, and we see it all the time. It happened in California. Well, because you don't get that much rain. If it ever came loose, you probably wouldn't even know it. Right, right. Well, a lot of the reason it comes loose, too, is because of ice buildup in yeah. the states that actually get cold. So if it's just flowing water, it's not a big deal. It's where you actually start to get some ice in there, and it builds up. And it uh, ice actually pushes it off and pops it off. It's not that the rubber is... Uh, just popping itself off because that's you know a weird scenario. Yeah, um, right. It's the ice building up inside there that actually pushes the rubber off, and then it starts draining, and then it just drains into your car. So, so we have a solution. Everybody wants a car to last a long time. You want your mini to last a long time. Move to California. Don't get the sunroof. Move to California, <laughs> or move to California. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, go ahead, Alex. Tell us about your LA trip again. Uh, there was, and then the last thing is like maybe it's because of, probably due to the part of it I was staying at, but. The number of Porsche 911 that you would see just no, you know, sitting at a coffee Southern, shop. No, that's Southern California. You can practically, you practically can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Porsche 911. And how much does car cost over there? Like, is it like the same price that every uh, you get else? Them, because... You open a new account at Bank of America. <laughs> <laughs> when you deposit a million dollars, you get a free 911. Well, you have to remember because cars, because you don't get the rust and all that other thing in California, there's a huge used car market, especially on those kind of cars. So yeah. I mean, a car that would cost fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars new, you can pick it up for like less than half used. Right. So, okay. A lot of people do that because they can. Anyway. So it's full of a bunch of posers, then, right? Yeah. Exactly. Or smart. Guys that, or guys smart that people. Wish they had a Bluetooth earpiece. <laughs> they, just don't, they can't afford it. Well, I, I'll tell you. I mean, it's been a while since I've been out to California, but there were a ton of BMWs out there. Oh yeah. Just oh, like, yes. no nowhere near what it is here you can in lease, Detroit. You can lease a 318 in California for like a dollar a month. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Or it comes like you get every time everybody who has like those money jobs, like stockbroker jobs, uh, it's like they all come with that 318. That's their company car. Yeah. They've got fleets of them everywhere. Which is good because they haven't made that car for about 12 years. <laughs> yeah, but there's still a ton of them in California. I know. I know. That's the great thing. They're like vintage yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vintage. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. And Alex, one last thing about California. What did you think about driving to California? Was it a total nightmare, right? Yes, it was. It was like well, there's one thing I'm really surprised about. Like, people always complain uh, about the the amount of uh, traffic. I yes. I I haven't been stuck at all. Like not even once. So you must I don't have been know where, where in the middle of the day. I drove a little bit in the morning and in the middle of the day. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Not like late at night. That's why. But uh, Californians are reckless. That's yes. like yes. if if I have to, I always compare it against you know people driving in Paris because we are totally reckless in Paris, uh-huh. and so p- drivers in Boston are kind of clueless because they don't know what they are doing. It's like ah, uh, they put me in a car. I really don't want to be there, but I'm I'm still driving it, so <laughs> I, I'm not sure where I'm going. But just bear with me a, a second. In California, people just don't have the time. Just you know, like people in Paris. Right. Uh, that's that's the only observation, last observation that I made from my trip. That's all. Well, there you go. Nicely done. All right. Yeah, I like California, but I don't like it so much. That's why I moved. Anyhow, um, really quick, a quick update on my car. If you want to update, I actually named my car. Click over to dbmini.us. You can read all about that. Please. And, please. And um, uh, I have purchased a JCW body kit for my car, and I expect it to go to paint within the next week or two. That is golden. Yeah. Dude, did I tell you guys what I got that JCW body kit for? It might be illegal for me to actually say how much I paid for it. No, you can say thirteen dollars and fifty cents. Thirteen dollars and fifty cents. That's right. Plus tax. So Plus it came, tax. Right. So it of came course. to three hundred bucks. Because the government's got to get their sh- their share. Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping by the time I'm finished that I'm going to have my JCW body kit painted and installed for like a third of the price of the JCW body kit. In primer, I bet you're going to be right. Yep, I'm looking looking at about seven, eight hundred bucks by the time I'm finished, and that kit new is uh, two grand, not counting paint or install, which is about another fifteen hundred bucks. Right, whoa, said kit. They were selling them here for nothing. Two, my kit literally was two hundred and fifty dollars for the coupe, and it's two. It was, I want to say it was like two ninety or three twenty five for the Cooper S kit. Yeah, I've I've, se- I've seen some uh, some blowout kit prices from yeah. Mini, yeah, and things like that online. That all of a sudden it's like they're trying to just get rid of some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yep. they were trying uh, to get rid of these, and I'm all, I'm all about it because I and, missed that. Go ahead, Chad. I'm sorry. And no, anything uh, anything Gen two right now, they are gearing up hardcore to. Uh, get rid of that stuff and just have some service parts. Anything that would be like a new JCW body kit or JCW steering wheel or anything that would be you accessory know, parts because nobody's yeah, buying accessory parts for those cars anymore. Yeah, exactly because they're not they're not something that you're buying off the lot. So it's still gonna be a little while yet until you can get a, a JCW uh, Countryman body kit at a you know song and a dance, but. Uh, It'll happen. They are definitely blowing out a few they, things right yeah, now. Yeah, they were having specials on the hardtop and the JCW kit both. Um, I'm told that, at least in Arizona, there aren't any more of the kits at that price left, so you missed out. But they did this, too, with the first-gen cars yep. um, body kit. There are kits, uh, and I wasn't able to take advantage of it, but they were selling. I got a call from the parts gal at Crevier way back in the day, and she goes, you want one? They're like $400. Oh, I have a secret now how you can still get one, but I'm not going to tell anybody. Oh, you can they, you can still get the Gen One the R fifty R fifty three yeah the Aero kit that that yeah. awesome one that was in the Italian job that was yeah on that the car kit is awesome yeah yeah yep yep you can't like if you're interested uh, uh, shoot me uh, an email and I'll tell you how to do it oh there you well, go I, awesome. I know a guy that's got one in stock here. Yeah, yeah, they are still available, but they're not going to come up in the dealer parts inventory. If you go I, look for that kit, you're not going. You know what? It. I'm. You know, I want to know if we can still find and if anybody. I, I don't think anybody's got any of these left. Is that uh, the JCW sound kit for the Cooper? No, we the had R50. one Those here. Are all gone, right? Yeah, a couple of years ago, we had one that was an open box that somebody returned. Um, it was never installed. It was just open box that we closed out like at the dealer for next to nothing. Yeah, crazy. Like Six hundred bucks or crazy. something ridiculous. So yeah, JCW so, so, body kits next to mod of my car. Uh, and I should be putting that on here fairly soon. So, so DB, how's it been like those two weeks? Uh, you know, you already talked about fuel efficiency and how it's like feels bigger, but like yeah, on this a day, car gets basis, ridiculously like... good gas mileage. I'm getting 30, 33 to thirty-five miles per gallon on the freeway. 
in traffic. So think about how much you're going to save in fuel. I mean, seriously, oh, you don't think of it. Dude, it's saving me. I'm going almost 500 miles on a tank of fuel right now in this car. Right. This car gets better gas mileage when I drive in traffic than it does when I'm on the highway. It's insane. It's an amazingly it's like, efficient car. Yeah. Um, the handling needs some work on this car. I forgot how, as as well as the Mini actually does handle, and everybody knows how Mini's handle great, it's still, after you drive a car that's got you know, beefier suspension and a rear sway bar, beefier rear sway bar. And then you come into, you know, stock suspension, no sports suspension, just a stock suspension mini. This car, so it's like driving around in a Buick. Well, there's so much body lean and uh, understeer. Not and to mention the cars. Rear, it's insane. I mean, it's all just crazy. They softened up the R56 oh, so, soft. so much more. I mean, it, it rides awesome. Yeah, they made it more it's comfortable. super quiet, but it makes it a little bit boring. I would. Yeah. Tend to agree, unless you start pushing it. When you start pushing it, it's fun. But then, like you said, without the sport suspension and and some different mods, you know, you, you can't, can't push, push it too it. far before you know you're in a curb. Yeah, and then the only other thing that uh, that I'm realizing is honestly on the Cooper, when you press the sport button, it it's like turning on a NOS bottle. It really is. It's a nice <laughs> it, boost. It really is. I, I mean, it it feels like a difference of like 20 horsepower. And I I would like to put this car on the dyno and see what the di- what the difference is. And I'm sure it's nothing. Here's the fun thing to do with that car, DB, is like okay, go around and plan on this going in a corner and get into yeah. second gear. So first yeah. gear take off. Go into second gear, and as you're as you go into second gear and you're turning a corner turn the sport button on and you will feel it on acceleration and the feel of the steering wheel. And that's what I tell people to test it is that is the best way to feel both of those things happening at the same time is it changes both. It changes the feel of the steering. It changes the throttle response. I can tell just by driving it on the street. I can tell the difference. It is, it is uh, interesting, but that's uh, that's an interesting analogy that you said. It's like a NOS bottle. It's it's like, honestly, it feels like, like it feels like a, it feels like a 20 shot. It's just, (laughs) how am I getting this much more power by pressing a button? How come that just wasn't the default? Yeah. So so maybe it's a question for Chad, but is it overkill to have like the rear sway bar and the sport suspensions at the same time, or is it completely like, as I have to do anything one another? Uh, no, well, I mean they definitely complement each other. Uh, <laughs> the sport suspension is going to be uh, a little bit more of a stiffer ride, but the sway bar is going to uh, basically get rid of understeer that is inherently designed into your car. So by adding a sway bar, it's only going to complement the sport suspension even more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. There you go. So, and, and really, uh, the suspension is the single most uh, piece that you notice the biggest change on. I mean, yeah, you notice power, but when you are, are changing the car in that type of aspect, you actually can drive faster on a smaller amount of horsepower. So... You really notice the biggest change there. Um, any car is going to be a huge benefit for having a rear sway bar, whether they have sport suspension or not. So, right. I recommend doing it in combination with going to 18-inch wheels. Stop with the 18-inch wheels. I'm telling you, uh, Chad, you, you like, want to... If you like spending $300 you, on tires... You, you, you must have some 18-inch wheels to, to sell because I never recommend that. <laughs> oh, I love 18-inch <laughs> wheels because that, I think, is the single handling thing you can do that makes your car feel different. I love the how much more responsive the steering is with 18-inch wheels over 17s even. Yeah, but they never hook up. That's the thing I never liked about it. It is very, it is much more responsive because you have less sidewall, you've yeah. got less flex, all that stuff. But they are a little heavier, and they don't hook up the way that they should. Personally, to my, to, to the way I like the car to hook up. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean, Chad? I'm not, I'm not falling. Uh, wheel spin. Um, okay. Especially, it, especially in a corner. It has to do you with cut. the flex of the tire, the side. Well, there's no sidewall to an 18-inch tire. It's a much lower profile, so it doesn't mm-hmm. flex, and your contact patch is gonna uh, almost always be less. Now, unless you have your suspension really tuned, so that you know you've got camber and toe and all this stuff in to where those those tires are staying flat on the on the ground. What I think Chad was saying it was like with a 17-inch or even a 15-inch, which I think is probably your best bet, your tire, that sidewall, is going to flex enough to where it stays in contact with the road and you're getting full traction at all times, whereas you're not with an 18-inch because... That's kind of why, like, why I like a 16. Yeah, there's no flex yeah. there. There's none at all. And so you can get a little more wild with it. 
Yeah, a 16 to a 17 inch tire is, is, is tends to be the normal. Uh, 16 for the people that want to have a little bit more sidewall and have a little more comfortable ride, but yeah, still good handling. Um, ver- and then the 17 that wants a little better handling and a little less ride. But I've seen too many people just take out too many 18 inch tires. I mean, look how Gade had like 12 of them in his garage <laughs> that uh, were all bent because yeah. of uh, potholes and, and things like that. Right. It's. In you Chicago, they're cycle. unavoidable is the thing. Yeah. Like, you can avoid well, them in I mean, Kansas any, City. Any major city. I mean, yes, <laughs> Chicago has real bad ones. So does Detroit. But, I mean, you can go to downtown L.A., and I've been there before, and they still have potholes because the sheer amount of traffic that yeah. you have going through there. There's no way to fix them. There's no way to fix them, and there's no way to stay on top of it. Um, you know, the back roads of Ohio, perfectly smooth, great, beautiful roads. <laughs> That's because you there's know, a bunch of— to Arizona, we've got, we've got roads so smooth. Yeah. From the moon. We've got yeah, moon, smooth roads in Arizona. Arizona roads I thought the moon was bumpy. Really nice. I thought the moon was bumpy. <laughs> no way, dude. <laughs> Haven't you seen cars? Uh... <laughs> so, I mean, there are there are aspects of every single wheel that is good and bad, you know, but uh, overall 18s, nah, I wouldn't recommend it. it you, you end up with too many more problems because I would say – and this is a good poll that we could take someday is, is I bet you 85% of our audience lives in major cities, you know? Yeah. There's, there's probably so. nobody in the middle of Ohio listening to us right now. And, and has pot- if, potholes. To do but this. prove me wrong. If you are in the middle of Ohio, we will send you a stick of butter. Yeah. <laughs> Free of charge. Right? There you go. <laughs> send us your address in the middle of Ohio. There you go. And it needs to be like real rural, like nothing yes. for miles. Yeah. Well, DB, once you get that arrow kit on there, I think then um, eventually, if you get some springs, drop the thing no, a little so bit. So what I'm what I'm thinking about doing is the next step. Uh, the next piece will be uh, rear sway, and then also um, coilovers. I, I don't recommend coilovers for the street either. Yeah, I'm gonna put coilovers on it anyway. All right. Okay. I think I got a couple cars out here. I have to drive around first. So uh, just, at what point, like just drop some springs, man. At, at what point is it? But I, said, but I want better stuff that, that you spent too much money on. Uh, I'm not sure yet. I haven't gotten that far. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna. I mean, I can't really tune it. I'm, what, what am I gonna do? I can put an intake on it, maybe, or the Qual intake from Craven. But I mean, not like I can do a lot of um, go fast mods on that car. So I might as well make it look cool. Yeah, I mean you can you can definitely not, uh, not a rough ride. I mean Roxy had sports suspension with lowering springs and a rear sway bar set to middle stiff, so she had a pretty she had a pretty bouncy ride as it was, and I, I don't mind that at all. I kind of miss it. Okay, so well you can feel it more, and I think at DB that's the that's the difference is that the R fifty six is more comfortable. You don't feel the road as much as you do with an R fifty or an R fifty three, and that's right, and just, that. that's just the nature of the whole car is different. I mean, right. they tried to, they actually intentionally dialed a lot of that out to make the car more comfortable. Right. But yeah, yeah. I would miss it I too. Mean, and I think, I think springs, springs plus stiffer struts is going to cost more than coilovers. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, anyway, coil- I haven't gotten that far co- yet. I'm still working on overall appearance. Low comes co- now. Coilovers are minimum five grand. Dude, I don't, know what, I don't know where you're buying coilovers. I get coilovers for 1100 for a set out here. Right, and then corner balancing, and you need to have adjustable drop links, and you need to have install, and you need to have, and you need to have, it just snowballs. You mm-hmm. can buy your $1,100 struts. Yes, mm-hmm. this is true. But then you need adjustable rear control arms, and you need camera plates, and then you need to have it corner balanced, and you need to have adjustable droppling. And it just, it, it, it thanks snowballs. For being a total bud, thanks for being a total buzz. I'm, I'm sorry. He's just trying to but, save you money, man. <laughs> but with a set of Coney Yellows and a set of drop springs. Coney Yellows are stupid expensive. No, they're I'm not. I'm not paying you, that much money for a set of struts. 700 bucks. <laughs> 700 bucks. That's stupid expensive for shots. No, stupid nope. expensive. <laughs> they are the best shock I've ever driven. They are. Everybody loves the Coney Yellows, but I mean, God, they should be for a, a buck seventy-five a corner. It's it's, it's not like I do this for a living at all. No. <laughs> Good grief, man! Uh, That's so stupid expensive. Uh, yeah. Now just, I'm all revved up, Chad. Great, thanks. Just get no, some. I'm eight, sorry. See, like I said, just get some eighteen-inch wheels and call it a no, day. No, I'm not putting eighteen-inch <laughs> wheels in my car. Good God. 
Besides that, I don't think they'll fit once I put that. They'll, they'll fit with the JCW body kit, but I'm not sure. And I'm yeah, going to no, paint the JCW body kit purple. They'll fit fine I'm because... I'm do it with a rattle can in my garage. Yeah, 18s are a standard option. Um, yeah, this guy knows he's got any. some vinyl in his garage, I'm sure. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's next, too. <laughs> he's probably got a bunch of leftover really pieces. Got, every, I, I want to keep stripes on it really different. bad, so I want to make sure that we get that done in um, in Vegas for Ampif. Absolutely. Because uh, I'm, I'm starting that project next weekend where I start pulling off the lizards in the the big peel, pro. the big peel, the I'm gonna, big. I'm gonna peel. send you some uh, some uh, some razor blades to help you. No, <laughs> I have to go to I have to go to Harbor Freight and buy a case of uh, heat guns. Yep. And um and a, like I've got a bunch of WD-40 still and some soap. You really do. Harbor Freight heat guns are single use. I guarantee. Yeah, you. that's why I'm gonna yeah. buy a case of them. <laughs> yeah, they're single. Don't use, you right? want to buy the warranty with this, sir? <laughs> yeah. No, that's why I asked. It's a nine dollar heat, heat, heat gun. The warranty's ten bucks. <laughs> what, what am I gonna do with this? <laughs> You're like, no, I'll just buy another one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And you'll be Actually, ahead of the game. I'm right? not. I'm not joking. I had that conversation with somebody at Harbor Freight. They're like, "Do you want the war?" I literally was buying a heat gun, and they said, "Do you want the extended warranty? How much is the extended warranty? Nine ninety nine." I go, "The whole thing is only nine ninety nine. Couldn't I just come in and buy a new one?" <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what you're gonna have to do anyway because it's Harbor Freight. Harbor right. Freight is home of the one use tool. I guarantee you. I plugged it in. I used it once, and then, then the second time I turned it on. A giant spark flew out of the back of it, and that was it. It was toast. <laughs> actually, smelled like it. Actually, literally smelled like toast when I was done. <laughs> <laughs> it has burnt itself. Entertainment, and it was in Philadelphia. There were people. I was at a vinyl day in Philly, and there were many people around to see it. It was funny. We could have used a heat gun when we did Harper's Roof. Oh, oh yeah. These are on a roll. I have so many show titles, titles idea right now. It's <laughs> amazing. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, but that's next. Those lizards got to go. I know there's a lot of people that really like the lizards, but no. 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 no they got to go. They have to go. They definitely they have, have to go. go. And the stripes are trashed. So, so uh, I have stripes, one question even, if you, it, even if it didn't have clear ball, the stripes would still have to come off because they're factory stripes. Yeah. And this is actually an Ask Chad question we're going to talk about next. Because the factory stripes, I don't like the way the factory stripes have installed. I think we've talked about this, but it's been a super long time. Where they don't, they they don't look finished. They like, come short by quarter gap inch. At the, there's a gap at the bottom of the bonnet and a gap at the top. Yes. Okay. And it just looks dumb. That bothers that's, me. That's so I like the, the way Tad does it. Todd does it. When Todd does the the, vinyl, the stripes, they look finished. They look, you know, it's it's start to finish and you can't see there's no edge i mean it's like there's this oh look the stripe just it's, it's just done and that's the way it's supposed to look and it's awesome and the factory stripes they look half-assed that's because they have college students installing those on the third shift in oxford right <laughs> and so and they just look at well and the, the vinyl's not long enough either there's not like you bring plenty of vinyl and you cut it to fit yeah. so that it, you know blah 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 but the factory one's like here let's make these two inches too short and put them on <laughs> been a pet peeve of mine it. since 2002 yeah, this just looks half-assed. I've never liked the factory stripes just because it doesn't look like they just don't look right. Anyway, and I'm gonna do down the I'm gonna do boot stripes too. So I can do that on the roof. Cool. Um, Alex, you said of, you had a question for DB. What was your question? Yeah, the because you keep talking about wheels, and I'm not sure which model you're referring to. Like, do you have a picture of it? Uh, maybe you know. I don't what are you for the wheels on my car? Yeah, are you not supposed? Do you want to change those wheels? Is is that what you're saying, or do you want to just yeah, paint them? I'm gonna want to change. If you click over to dbmini.us right now, Alex, yeah. there's actually a picture of my car as a header graphic with those wheels. They're not horrible wheels; they really aren't. But I don't know if anybody's tried to okay. clean it yet. Holy yeah. crap! These wheels are the worst to clean. Dude, just just yeah. get the tires on those uh, five stars that you have. That's what. So I'm, which I'm, one do you want? Which one do you actually want? What do you mean? Which one? Which wheels? Yeah. I haven't decided on wheels yet, but I'm thinking seriously oh. about taking the five stars that I've, I've okay. got a set of five stars in my garage and getting the tires yanked off and taking those down, having them powder coated, and putting okay, them on five stars. Powder coating okay, them white, okay. maybe. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not sure yet because powder coating's cheap-ish, like forty, fifty bucks a wheel. Yep, absolutely. And that's cheaper than a new wheel is going to cost me at least a hundred dollars corner. So I'll try the five stars for a bit. Rock them old school. Why not? Mm-hmm. I think they look cool. Chad, what do you think if I put five stars on the R56? That'd be weird. Hey, if you like that wheel, then go for it. I kind of like that wheel. I like that wheel. It's one of my favorite all-time mini wheels. No, no, we'll see. I'm just, I haven't made a full decision. I might just go after Mark and just go screw it. Just get something nice. Yeah. Get, get the 17s that uh, that look like the five stars that were on the Clubman for a while that were that that uh, standard wheel. That, beautiful. That, no, I probably if I, if I get a new wheel, great. it won't be a mini wheel because they're too expensive. 
Uh, I these are too expensive, but you can find them on eBay and people sell an yeah. old wheel like that's true. for well, cheap for fifty bucks a pop. I man, think I might want to put white wheels on this car. Yeah, well, if you're gonna Wait, get once I change the brake pads, I don't care, so that's fine. I am not a fan. I'm gonna say this right now. Not a huge fan of aftermarket wheels on a mini. I don't like the fit. Like the hub rings wear out over time. They get wobbly. They never balanced properly because of the hub centricness of them. So yeah. I'm a huge fan of the mini factory wheels. I think it's a perfect fit every time. There's never an issue with, you know, wobbling, road noise, any of that. Um, yeah, you have a point there. They're made for the car. Yeah. I've I've had them on uh, – I've had many sets of aftermarket wheels on minis, and I've never been perfectly happy with them. Never been perfectly happy with, with hub rings. Well, okay. So okay. maybe it's just me. I don't know. Chad, do you have an opinion on that? What eighteen inch? No, on 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 aftermarket wheels or mini wheels on a mini. Um, I like either or. Um, I just never had luck with hub rings at all. Yeah, they're they're just fine. Uh, really, you can get plastic or you can get aluminum. Uh, I've never had any problems with them. I mean, they usually will stick onto the rim at some point or or break uh, when you swap the wheels out. And they yeah, they they can. But, um, you just got to be careful. Uh, you know, I, I like a lot of aftermarket rims. I, I think they work well. Um, oh, I love the way they look. I just hate the way... brake kit or something like that, you have to, you know, have a aftermarket uh, right. rim. Right, But... Uh, I love the way know, they look. There's I only like been, like, drive. a handful of mini rims, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's a good-looking mini rim there. I mean... The old R90s that were made by uh, BBS, those were yep, some... Yep, the R90s, the R99s look. were nice. Oh, I like those. Yes. I like the web I like spokes. The- the web spokes were my favorite, and those were the lightest wheels. And if I could find a set of web spokes, and I, I saw a set actually on uh, eBay uh, last week, I would put web spokes on that car. I think my most favorite wheel out of all of the mini rims uh, is a 17-inch. And they had the exact same wheel, and I don't know what it's called. They had the exact same wheel in silver for all of the early Gen 1 convertibles. And then in Gen 2, they the bullet spoke is what it they was made called. it black. Yep. Oh. And they had the little machine lip that's, that kind of like all the way that's, around. That's what's on my car, right? That's what my GP Winter wheel that you're talking about, Chad. It's the bullet spoke. Um, that's what... I know yeah, what you're talking about. That's, that's a, that's a good-looking wheel, too. That's a good-looking wheel. I think that's the best wheel Mini has ever offered. Oh. I think you're yeah. right because that is a really nice. I really like that wheel a lot. The other mini that used to be in my house here um, had those wheels on it, and they're just super nice. I love the yeah. bullet spoke, and and it's a nice, strong, sturdy wheel. That's like I said, yep. that's what's on and my GP now. That's the nice thing about the the mini rims is they've always been super strong and really have not given any issues. Where an aftermarket rim, no matter what it is, what brand, what size, I mean, you can always have that possibility of it's going to get screwed. And those you know, bullet like, spokes fit over the JCW brakes too on the car. Yep. Yep. Oh, nice. They're one of the very few wheels that do. <clears throat> nice. So anyway, you know, I have to, I have to say, I'm not a big fan. I like the R90, the R90s, but I don't like. No, I like the R99s. I'm not a big fan of the R90s. Yeah, one of them had like the rivets, and one didn't. The R90s had the rivets. Yeah. They're, I mean, they were nice to nail. Not one of my favorites. R99s were sharp though. I like those a lot. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we have an Ask Chad question. We have two Ask Chad questions. One's about vinyl and one's about a clutch. The clutch one is huge. It's a big, fat, juicy question. I'm not sure how we're looking on time. Uh, we may not have time for that question, but I know exactly what question you have. Yeah. yeah so, um, But we do have a question. One. This is one more for Todd, I think, maybe for Chad. Maybe you guys can double team it. This one's from uh, Jim in Pittsburgh, PA who ordered a brand-new 2015 Countryman S in stealth mode, and he also ordered sports stripes and side stripes in red and black to create a more dynamic two-color combination. So for those of you who don't know, <laughs> stealth mode means there's no badging on the car. That, right. The Countryman letters are not on the back, the Cooper S lettering is not on the back, and the all four is not on the side if it is an all four. That is also part of the stealth package. Right. Um, that is so removed, anyway, so. he got the stripes, and like I mentioned already – is it looks half-assed because the rear stripes um, stop short on the hatch, which accounts for the lettering, which his car doesn't have. So what he's looking for is how to complete that. Either does he need to get more stripes? Does he need to see Todd? What's this guy got to do to make this happen, to fix it up? One or the other. They used to make that stripe that goes all the way down. Bef- the Countryman, before they had that lettering on the back, back in uh, like 2011 and 12. When did the Countryman come out? 2012? Uh, 2000, no. It was yeah, 2011. Right around there, yeah. It was one of those. The first, the first two years that car was out, they had a full 
uh, full stripe that went down the back. It's the JCW version of the stripe, which I think is the one you're talking about. There's two thick stripes, mm-hmm. there's a space, and then there's a thinner stripe kind of offset to the outside. And um, you might still be able to get those. And they're easier to install because there's a cutout for that giant mini wing logo that's in the back. Um, you mean the handle? Yeah, the the yeah. What makes the handle? But it's the you know giant mini logo that doubles the hand the mini logo that doubles as the handle. And to go underneath that, like if you were to order stripes from me, you have to take the whole boot apart because I completely right. remove that and go under, which is not difficult. Chad, I'm sure you've done that before. Oh yeah, a few it's times. Simple. It's I've it's watched. A... I've watched just for the record. I've watched Todd wrap a, a countryman boot, and it's it's a whole it's a whole procedure. I mean, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing if you know what you're doing and you have the instructions. It's not hard and it's not scary, but to do it right, um, and if you get a set of stripes from somebody like me or, you know, some other vinyl person, uh, mm-hmm. that's what you're going to have to do. Now, the ones, like I said, your best bet is to go to Mini and try and find the ones from, like, 2011, 2012 that are the full length because it's cut out and you can put them right on. You don't have to remove any parts of the car or anything. But it's got DB's pet peeve is they don't go all the way to the edge then. <laughs> They're about, they come about a quarter inch from the top and a quarter inch from the bottom. So, Yeah, I'd say go aftermarket because you can definitely get something a lot better and it's going to wrap around the edge and it's going to look complete and... They're going to stick on better. I think overall, I think that'll be a lot nicer. So, yeah, shoot me an email, and uh, and I can get you hooked up. Just let me know what you're looking for, because I make them the exact same size that they are on the front of the car. But that's the other thing, too, is you can't do the you can't use the ones uh, on the front, on the back, because they've got to cut out for the wings on the front. Um, they don't fit properly because the ones on the back have to be – it's a long story. But to make them look straight, they're not straight. <laughs> Right, they're they're tapered at the top. They kind of taper out so that when they lay down, they look straight. Right, and so. Todd's got magic food to make it so that they just look straight no matter what. Yeah, I've uh, I, I measure things with lasers. Lasers. They're laser precision measured. Measured so nice. Laser printed and awesome. So there you go. Yeah, just call Todd. Yeah, get a hold of me. I'll get you hooked up. There you go. That's all you got to do. Simple, simple. And then uh, our man Hamish actually wrote in. He had a clutch question. But a clutch question is big and chewy and takes more than the time we have left for tonight's show. Yeah. We're going to have to do this next it, week. It's yeah. going to be a big, long question. And Edge wants I, you to do that clutch while he's at the Dragon, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that? Is that the only job you could do while you're at the Dragon is a clutch? Well, no. I mean, that would be a that would be a day a day process. Yeah. Well, um, not only does he want – not only does he have a clutch question, he also has a limited slip differential question as well. Hey, while yep, you're in there. Yep. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, while you're while you're in there, you might as well do it. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of funny because um, uh, Hamish has been a OEM guy all his life. Yeah, and anything <laughs> has to be OEM. So, and now he's like, I'm he's like, to do this, and he's just like going, "Oh, race car, race he's car." He's got car. got some aftermarket stuff going on, and it's just like, who, where did this guy come from? <laughs> so it's uh, it's it's good to see that he would like to add a few more parts to his car, which uh, mm-hmm. will be able to make it a little bit faster. So, uh, uh, I'm excited to answer the question for him. All right, we'll uh, we'll put that off till next week then. We'll put that one off yep. for next week, and you'll probably get an email from Chad Hamish. So, so just sit tight. We'll get to it. Um, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, we're pretty much done for tonight, correct? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So I want to take one second really fast. I want to remind you guys again, and I want to thank you guys again that have been contributing, becoming patrons of White Roof Radio. That is super-duper awesome. We really appreciate that, and it's helping us. Uh, I've got started with upgrades this week. Chad gets upgraded here pretty soon. Alex gets upgraded pretty soon. We're up to almost $40 an episode, which is fantastic. I want to remind you guys, as soon as we hit to 100, 100 bucks a show, what happens? Somebody tell me what happens. Butter. Butter for everything. It's going to rain butter. It's going to rain butter. This is just absolutely ridiculous, but that's what we're doing. Todd's super excited because he's got, he's figured out the logistics yep. on how to send butter yep. to everybody that contributes to us to get us to the $100 per show level. Yep. That's pretty exciting stuff. It really is. And that money helps us do things like upgrade, helps us do things like um, have a full crew at Mini Cooper events across the United States, like Minis on the Mac, like Amviv, like the Dragon, like, 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 like. It helps us do cool stuff, have uh, more programming for you guys as well, introduce new shows. If I mean, if that number were to get big enough, we'd be able to go commercial free. No sponsors. That would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll never happen. We love that'll our sponsors. never happen because our sponsors <laughs> love us, and we love our sponsors, and you guys love our sponsors, so that'll never happen. But, I mean, I'm just showing out examples of what could happen 
with this money that you guys are helping us to support the show, which is super duper awesome. And we love it. It's patreon.com forward slash white roof radio. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Speaking of, uh, but otherwise I think we're done. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we are done for tonight. So this is, uh, as this is a pro show where I need to remind you guys also about Ambif mini vacation in Vegas coming up the end of May. Also about the dragon. I don't need, don't even know. You can probably still sign up for the dragon, right? Chad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's totally still. Yeah, you should totally sign up if, you, if you're a dragon person. Make sure you get that taken care of. If you're an Anvil person, make sure you get that taken care of. Both events should be off the hook this year. Be pretty exciting year for Mini Cooper events since there's no Mini Takes Estates. Both so events are really in May, exciting. and they're I, they're about three weeks apart, so they're not as close as they have been in the past. Right. So you could potentially do both. You could do both if you're crazy, like Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dallas will do both. You know, our friend AJ is going to do both of them. Is she really? Yes. Uh, this is the part of the show, gang, where I like to make the funny clicking sound. And then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, you can go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us, feedback at whiteroofradio.com. But until next week, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. See ya. And a bientôt. Oh, I was going to have to do that for you because I thought you were gone. <laughs> Dang. You're right, right. <laughs>